opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McAllen. Today's guest is no stranger to ACB Radio. You know him as the host of the Knock on Corn Show on ACB Radio Interactive. Tyler has also taken on a number of hobbies that many blind and visually impaired people might only dream of experiencing, including riding antique tractors. Tyler also follows the exciting research at the University of Iowa Eye Clinic in Iowa City, Iowa. Tyler is very passionate about both the eye clinic's research and tractor rides that he's created, something called Ride Into Sight. It's an event raising money for eye research at the University of Iowa Clinics. Tyler joins us to talk about the upcoming event and his blindness journey. Hi, Tyler. Hi, Brian. Thanks for having me on the program. It's a great honor to visit with you today. It's a fabulous honor having you, too. Let's first learn how you became blind. You were born without sight, I understand. You're a young Mm -hmm. man in your 20s. Tell us why you were born blind. The reason I was born blind, we don't really know for a fact, but other than that I had uh, bilateral detached retinas in both eyes, and we have no idea of what caused it or anything like that. The main reason is the bilateral detached retinas, and I still hope that someday they'll be able to attach those or something. Usually there are many surgeries to reattach retinas. When I was in high school, my retinas detached. They worried for years that my retinas were going to detach, and they did surgery using a scleral buckle and laser. They were reattached back on, but... Being blind hasn't slowed you down. You've always had the drive to help other people. What ways do you help others? Well, I've helped others in several several ways, of course, in my career. As a licensed massage therapist, I help people with uh, their aches and pains every day. Really enjoy that. Other notes, I help people with audio equipment. Sometimes I help them with talking to them about antique tractors and the repairs that they might do for such and such problems. Just several, several things. I like to volunteer just a number of different, different ways. Where have you volunteered? Of course, ACB Radio. I did a lot with the American Legion when I was in Boy Scouts. I do some things with my church, and I also volunteer in my ACB affiliate, which would be the Iowa Council of the United Blind, I serve on the board of directors there and also do their convention streaming. Speaking of streaming, you're with ACB Radio like I am. You do the mm-hmm. Knock on Corn Show. What's the Knock on Corn Show? The How did you give it such a name? <laughs> well, that goes a, that goes quite a ways back. But the Knock on Corn Show is a program heard every Friday on ACB radio from on the interactive side from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern. And uh, basically what it is, is it's a music show. And while we play the music, I also try and throw in some different experiences and uh, other talk to people about what's going on. 
within ACB radio and ACB. And sometimes I talk to them about other programs like yours on some of the other channels that we hear on ACB radio. And as far as the name, I bought a computer from an antique or from an antique. No, from a, from a assistive technology dealer back in 2015 or something. And he came out here to my house and he saw that I had a field full of corn in the back, in, in the back of my house. So he said, yeah, Tyler, I like to eat sweet corn. How about we, or how about you call your name, you call your show Knock on Corn instead of Knock on Wood or something like that? How about Knock on Corn? And I said, well, I'll give it a try. And if it seems to stick, why we'll go with it. So I went on the air here in 2015 after I finished my previous show called Wacky Wednesday on the Farm. I came on and called it Knock on Corn, and that's the name we've called it ever since. How do you do your work as a blind massage therapist? Well, I do my work. Uh, I use several tools, of course. The main thing when I work with the clients, uh, I use my hands. A lot of people, uh, a lot of massage therapists go and use their arms and their elbows and things. I do it with just my hands. But in terms of work, like paperwork and things like that, I use my Braille sense for uh, for soap notes, which are notes, you know, about your sessions with the clients. And I use my Braille sense for just about everything when it comes to my business and my career. When I'm not using the Braille sense, I usually use my iPhone or my computer. But you're doing many fantastic things in the world. One of the ways that you're helping the world is you're educating people about visual impairments, and you're working with the University of Iowa on this vision program that might give people the gift of sight one day. Tell mm -hmm. us about the program. The program at the University of Iowa is a really great thing. What they're doing right now is they're, they're trying to research ways that people like myself could achieve sight someday. One of the ways that they're doing that is through different methods such as being able, they're experimenting now with how to grow a completely new eye. They're passing the information along to patients like myself. We just kind of keep following. And I've let my doctor know for several years that when they f figure it out, give me a call and I'll be I'll be one of the first guys in line to, to uh, receive the treatment, whatever it is. <laughs> At this point in time, they've figured out how to, how to basically grow a whole new eye. So really interesting stuff that, that's going on over there. Who's your doctor? His name is Dr. Culver Bolt. Tell us about Dr. Bolt and about the research that you and him have been doing together. Well, the researcher, Dr. Bolt, is, uh, is a very great doctor in, at the university. One of the things that, that makes Dr. Bolt unique is that he likes to look at all of your needs, and, and he likes to sit with you and answer questions. And one of the things that is just amazing to me is that when you walk in and you have a visit with Dr. Bolt, 
you don't just get the, okay, let's look at your eyes and, and I'll tell you what I think. It's what questions do you have for me? It's all about the patients that Dr. Bolt sees that matter. And he never, ever seems to be in a hurry. He will take as much time as needed to uh, make sure that you are satisfied. And in the research thing, the thing that that we we work on together every time that I'm there is we sit down and we talk about, okay, if such and such were to happen with my eyes, I want to back up here just a second and let everybody know that my eyes are not in the best of health. They are changing. They are not uh, the most stable. And so one of the things that that we do and when I go there is I, I sit down and we talk about all of the things that are happening, the changes that are happening to my eyes. And I ask him, okay, so if this happens completely, if the eye completely shuts down, what chance do I have of seeing someday? And he says, well, you know, Tyler, as long as you continue to have the nerves in your eye sockets, you will never have to worry about whether your eye shuts down or not. As long as you have a nerve that we can work with, you will still have a chance. I'm a pretty, I'm a fairly religious uh, person. And so every, every uh, day I, uh, I thank the Lord for, for giving me, for keeping my nerves alive so that one day I might have a chance of seeing. Yeah, and you may soon get that chance as you continue to raise money for eye research through mm-hmm. Right Into Sight. We're going to get mm-hmm. into Right Into Sight in a little bit, but we want to know, how did you become so interested in driving tractors? And how do you drive a tractor as a blind person? Our roots or definitely in farming. My grandfather's a farmer, and my great-grandfather on the Uranic side was a farmer. Even my great-great-grandfather on the Uranic side, who immigrated to the United States from Czechoslovakia, he also was a farmer. So farmer farming is a is a deep root in the in the Uranic ancestry. And so I kind of became interested in the tractors in the antique tractors anyway when my father one day brought an h john deere home and it was the first tractor way back when when he was growing up that he drove it was the first tractor that he ever drove when he brought one of those home it just so happened that it was the first tractor that i ever drove and i really enjoyed that and just kind of been interested in antique tractors ever since I own two of them now. I have a John Deere A that I've had for several years that I rebuilt the engine in, trying to think, probably about five or six years ago now. Then I have a Oliver 88 that I take on tractor rides, like riding the site. Uh, as far as driving the tractors as a visually impaired person, one of the things that we did I got together with my father and and a, and a family friend of ours, and we kind of sat down and and uh, said, "Well, you know, Tyler, we got to we have to build a buddy seat 
so that I can have somebody ride along with me for these long-distance trips. Because most of the time, when I have somebody ride with me, they just sit on the fender of the tractor. And in the case of the Oliver, that's not a very comfortable experience. So sitting on the fender for 50 miles isn't the safest nor the most comfortable. So we sat down and we took a, we took a John Deere one of the antique John Deere seat and we cut it in half with a metal band saw and we welded it together with some angle iron to make the seat longer. Then what we did is we put, we welded that to a, a seat frame that actually goes on the model of Oliver tractors that I have. So no modifications to the actual tractor had to be made it was just the seat that we changed and then then what happens is the the sighted person will ride next to me on my left side and as we're going along in on the road they'll say you know tyler's left you know then straighten it up or you know we need to go right or where you know whichever direction that we have to go every once in a while they'll say hey you know we got to we got 50 feet until I get to a stop sign. So when they say that, well, then I kind of start to to uh, throttle it down a little bit and uh, get ready to push my clutch in in case we have to stop. The sighted person on the buddy seat can also take and, uh, and if they needed to, access the clutch and the brakes. But uh, very rarely, the sighted person that I have going along with me doesn't have any idea of how to even drive a clutch. So most of the time, they better hope that I push the clutch in when they tell me to or, you know, when they tell me to stop because they don't, they don't have much of a concept of how the, how the clutch works. So, but does that answer your question on, on that? Yeah, and at least the assistant's helping you drive the tractor. That's good. <laughs> you don't want to bump into anything. <laughs> no, but they they uh they really don't do much other than ride around and a lot of times I'll ask them what the what the gauges are saying, how how many amps is the alternator putting out to charge the battery, you know, is my oil pressure good? Several several things that most sighted people would want to know about. Now for more on ride into sight. When and where is the event? And what do people need to bring? Right into sight is on August 4th of this year, and it's at a place at an implement dealer is where we're going to start called Old Highway 6 Tractor and Equipment. I don't have the address right here in front of me, but if you Google Old Highway 6 Tractor and Equipment and then put Council Bluffs, Iowa with it, you will find the, the address. In terms of what do people need to bring... For all visually impaired people uh, who may not have a tractor, uh, we have a special bus that uh, we are reserving for any visually impaired people who wish to come. Mainly, if you just bring yourself, of course, uh, you know, you can bring a, a bag with, with water or whatever you want to do, but we'll have some water and stuff like that available. And if you just bring a check for $25, per person. You can hand that to us at the registration table that day. $25 gets you the ride and uh, also the meal. 
that we will be serving that day. So, and there's a few stops on the on the route itself. So you're not just going to be sitting on a bus the whole time. You know, you'll be able to to stop and and get off, and uh, and you'll be able to also hear all the other tractors that are you know that are going to be there that day. And if you want to bring a tractor, that's all great. Just make sure that uh, they have you know that. The tractor you're bringing can maintain 12 miles an hour at your uh, road gear speed. If you are a sighted driver, all sighted drivers must have a driver's license and proof of insurance. If you are a visually impaired driver, like myself, you don't need a driver's license. Just come and, uh, like me, if you have a buddy seat, why uh, feel free to have somebody ride with you. If you are low vision, as long as you can see a quarter mile in front of you and to either side of you and also turn your head and see behind you a quarter mile, no, no need to worry about the driver's license uh, situation or a buddy seat because, you know, for as fast as we're going, we're not going too terribly fast. So you can, you know, as long as you can see a quarter mile in either direction, you're, you are fine to go alone now the meal that everybody gets after the tractor ride what 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 food is part of the meal i'm sure some Uh, of our listeners are going to be um curious about that oh sure well the meal is actually uh during the tractor ride we'll stop off at a uh, family-owned restaurant in a little town of mcclelland iowa and uh you know it'll probably be a hamburger and, uh, you know, chips and baked beans or something, something of that nature. There you go. Good old-fashioned family food. Oh, absolutely. And the, the restaurant that we're going to stop at is family-owned. And, and uh, once they get to know you, every time you walk in, they call you by first name. That's excellent. We have some restaurants around my area of California where people know each other by name, and that's really good. Oh, absolutely. How is the money raised from the event used? Well, the money that is raised for the event, or from the event, will go directly to um, the the University of Iowa uh, clinics for uh, Dr. Bolt's uh, research. He is the head of of uh, a lot of the retinal research that's going on. So the money that is is going to be raised that will go to the university is um, will be used to further the development in the research. The only thing that they really have left in the research, they figured out now how to grow an entirely new eye, um, taking a skin biopsy out of your arm to use for that and uh, so the only real research that they have left is how do we transplant this into you know a guy or how do we implant this i should say not transplant but how do we implant this into a person you know like myself who's 20 you know in in their 20s who um you know whose brain is already fully developed and uh, so that's basically what the money is going to be used for uh, that, that we raised from this event. And I also wanted to let the listeners know that if they wish to uh, donate 
a $250 donation or more, you are eligible to receive a tax deduction from the University of Iowa clinics. In that, um, in that regard, the, uh, you won't want to make the check payable to um, the Right Into Sight Fund. Instead, there will be another uh, organization that you'll, you'll make your checks payable to. And if people want more information, uh, I'll definitely give my contact inf information here out at the end of the program. Okay. Um, how do our listeners listen to the Knock on Corn Show on ACB Radio Interactive? We know that ACB needs more members. We know that ACB Radio needs more listeners. Mm -hmm. Well, if you go uh, to uh, www.acbradio.org slash interactive, that will take you to the website for ACB Radio Interactive. And uh, there are listen links on that page. Um, also, there is uh, ACB link that uh, you can also um, punch in and listen to ACB Radio Interactive that way. Or you can listen through the phone number that uh, you can also, of course, access uh, this program on Mainstream. But uh, instead of calling in and pressing option one, you'll want to press option four for interactive. And that will uh, allow you to listen to the Knock on Corn show uh, from your touch tone telephone or you can call in on your cell phone or whatever you uh whatever kind of phone that you'd like to call in with hey those are simple and easy directions tyler how can our listeners learn more about right into sight and even get in touch with you oh sure well um if you want to know more about right into sight uh you can uh you can there's a number of ways to get in touch with me uh, and the first, of course, is by email. Uh, you can write to T. Uronic. That's my last name. J. U. R. A. N. is in Nancy. E. is in Edward. K. is in Kilo. Six seven at gmail dot com. That's a good email address to uh, to reach me by. Um, you can also, uh, if you want to, you can call me at my office. And, uh, and talk to me about it. The number is 402-943-6414. And that will, uh, that will, that will, um, that will ring at my office. And so you can, you can reach me there. And if I'm not there, feel free to leave a message and, uh, and I'll get back to you and I can, uh, send you a brochure or I can talk to you about it and, Whatever you, uh, you know, whatever the listeners would like to know about it, I'd love to be happy and uh, and share it with them. And uh, and we want to have as many visually impaired people as we can come to this event. So if you're looking for a nice road trip, this would be a good a good thing to come to Iowa for. Is right into sight. So I hope that you'll come. We hope our listeners will. Tyler, you're an inspiration to us all. I'm sure your story is going to help our listeners be inspired to speak out and explore ways to face their challenges. 
Or maybe they'll support Right Into Sight. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, well, thank you, Brian, for having me. This has been a great honor. And a great honor to speak with one of my colleagues and friends at ACB Radio. Thank you, Tyler. And before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org, and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking-out-for-a-blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening. And remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Tired of the same old survival reality shows that aren't too real? Then join me, Brian McCallan, on Speaking Out for the Blind. I interview real famous and inspirational blind individuals and other specialists about a real wide variety of topics, providing you with real steps to achieve your dreams. Speaking Out for the Blind airs Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern and replays throughout the day on Thursdays on ACB Radio Mainstream. Happy listening! The American Council of the Blind has established the Legacy Society to honor and recognize individuals who have communicated their intentions to include ACB in their estate plans via a bequest or another type of planned gift. We want to acknowledge individuals for including ACB in their will while they are still living so that we can thank them for their commitment to perpetuating ACB's good work for years to come. Says ACB President Kim Charlson, more information about the Legacy Society and how you can help is available from Tom Tobin, Director of Development at ttobin, T-T-O-B-I-N, at acb.org, or by phone at 800-424-8666, option 5. Thank you for listening to ACB Radio and for considering ACB's future financial needs. You are listening to ACB Radio.